0: yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. There's no judgment here on what time it is. <laughs> and join us for the Real Laughs and Unreal Estates podcast. We are your hosts Louise James and Trisha Zimmerling. Real estate is something
1: we've all dreamt about whether it's that multi-million dollar listing or it's that horrible experience you've encountered that gives you nightmares at night. Well, we are going to spill all the beans on the stories we've experienced and our coworkers have.
0: We are bringing you the easy vibes and infectious laughter that makes the most daunting stories feel like a walk in the park. But not only that, we are entrepreneurs by day and also moms by night people hear Realtor and assume we're bathing
1: in money and living that selling sunset lifestyle. (laughs) Well, we're gonna give you the down and dirty of what that actually looks like, cause that's not the case. (laughs) It's like HGTV met a stand-up comedy show with a spicy conversation thrown in for good measures.
0: So if you want to see the real side of being a business owner and the unreal side of how to get there, then you've come to the right spot.
2: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers.
1: <laughs> to 2024! Yes, our first recording of 2024 yes, in our really new exciting. room. Yes, so we have a guest with
0: us today, which will be a regular <laughs> on here. Yep. Yeah, we have Jen. She's our new team member here with Full Circle Realty, and we've known actually Jen for oh gosh, how many years now? Because you were with the with us at the other. Yeah, I'm in year three of real estate. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So excited to be here. Yes. What, be a, good. what a long
1: way though. Because Jen, whenever Jen first started, you reached out to me and we went out for coffee at. Oh, oh what's that coffee Remedy. Remedy. And like, what a. What a full circle! A full
0: circle. <laughs> <laughs> a little
1: cheesy. A little cheesy. <laughs> well, we wanted to talk today about 2024, starting a new year. So, of course, with that comes setting goals, resolutions, that kind of thing. So, so right, I just do you guys want to start there? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Because I mean. I'm a freaky goal setter. I love setting goals. It's just my thing. Yeah. I love setting goals every year. Like I get excited. Like this year, I literally had trouble sleeping because I was so excited for our goal setting meeting and to like write it all down and just to start the year. So yeah. Do you guys feel the same way?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do. I don't think I'm as detailed as what you are. Mm -hmm. I think you kind of go into everything and write everything down. I sometimes write things down and then sometimes I just have it in my head and sometimes it's on my phone and it's kind of a organized mess. But yeah, I do. I do like to put my goals out there, my intentions out there for the year and and try and hit those. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I would say I'm the opposite of you.
2: I think I have this really big fear of failure or not meeting the expectations that I would like to, but I definitely do think about what I would like my year to look like. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. very relaxed goal setting. That's good though. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's still something. I think, I think it's good that you said that though, because there's so many people that don't want to set goals because of the fear of failure. Yeah. And I think let's go through, I so for instance, last year, so in real estate last year, so for me, goal setting, like a big part of it's business wise. So I do do personal goals, but for it's business and we were kind of just coming out of a COVID year. So COVID year in real estate it was bananas, right? It was bananas. Yeah. They call it like anomaly years whenever you're talking to the, the real estate board and stuff because just the way that the cycle was going, it just all of a sudden spiked like crazy. And then last year, like they, everyone said, they're like, Oh, it dropped. But it's just like, we were on par to where it should have been if you took out those anomaly years. So goal setting last year for me, was really hard because I set these like crazy goals because we were on a crazy boom from COVID. And then to be honest, like I don't think I met any of my goals last year,
0: but I don't know. It's still fun to like have it. They say statistically that if you do set your goals, that you you are more in line to meet them. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're going to fall short. Yeah. Sometimes you're going to excel them so, or exceed them. So yeah. Um, yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So for goal setting, I know for me,
1: just because I'm the anal one with it, I always have like I like set my goals. And then from there, I like break down and I set like sub goals of, okay, well, this is my goal. So for instance, I do like a deal. I do an amount of deals that I want to do in a year.
0: And then from there, I'm like, okay. And yours are ends. You actually do the number of deals, whereas I do the amount of money. Yeah. I do income.
1: Yeah. I like to, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's,
0: (laughs) nothing wrong with either one.
1: Yeah. And then from there, I do my sub goals. So for instance, like deals. Okay, well, if I want to do deals, then... To attain that, I need to be selling having like a certain amount of that be listing. So for me it's like I know last year actually one of the goals that I did reach was for eighty five percent of my deals to be referral based. Which okay. that that
0: was so eighty five. That's sort of under your control in a way though. Right? Not or necessarily. No? no,
1: because I put so so From there, my next sub goal to attain that goal. So my goal is my, my deals goal. And then my sub goal to get there is that I want 85% of my deals to be there. And then in order to get 85%, this is what I do. And so for me, I have so many, like all of my marketing goes into my past clients. Right. So I have so many touch points. I'm talking to all of my clients on like a regular basis so that I'm top of mind to them. They know that they're important to me. And honestly, like, yeah, they bought a house for me. Great. But like, they're so important to me because that is how I keep growing right. my business. Right. So like it is under your control, but at the same time. It is. It is in within your control. Right. If you're doing like the right thing. I agree. Okay. And then, yeah, so that's like, I have like typically like four three to four sub goals to my like one main goal. And then I like move to the
0: next thing, Right. my next goal. So I feel like business-wise I have like four goals and then sub goals. I actually think yours way is the right way of doing it in yeah. a way, because I do think you hit those goals because you have a whole plan of how you're going to hit those goals. Yeah. So when you just write a goal down and say, oh, I'm going to do however many deals or how much income and then have nothing below that, yeah. you have no idea. You're just hoping you get there. Yeah. And you're hoping that you get it done. Whereas the way you do it, you're actually breaking it down. You have a, okay, these are my sub goals. And you keep breaking it down. And, yeah. and some people break it down even to the point where, okay, every week I've got to do this. Yeah. I've got to reach out to my client, you know, five clients oh, okay. a week or something like that and just keep in touch with them or whatever you may be doing. Yeah. So and then that actually gets you to the point where you are getting those yeah. final income. Exactly. or Final deals. Yeah. It yeah. all just breaks down. I'm there. trying to do that. I'm I'm not We're as organized. There. Yeah. I'm not I'm not as organized as you are. It'll, it'll get
1: there. It'll get there. It'll <laughs> You'll get there. rub oh. off on me. I actually, <laughs> would say, it was so funny. I was talking to one of my girlfriends, I think, and it was so funny because So, like, I'm very – Justin hates when I say type A. Like, in type A, I feel like I'm just a very planned, scheduled, organized person. It's just my personality, and Justin is very, like – Days. Yeah, he's like a surfer dude. He's like, yeah, whatever. let's just just go with it. Yeah, I'm kind of like him. I know. Right? And I was like, it's so funny <laughs> that we went into business with someone. That I, I was like, I literally just went into married like my work wife, which is not just <laughs> Justin in a
0: female <laughs> version. <No. laughs> right? That's exactly it. Because even when we're talking about things, it's usually Justin and I are like, yeah, let's do I this. I We're on the same page usually. But it's good know. that we have that mixture then. It is Because you spice us up, whereas we kind of, know. yeah, we're a little more on the laid-back side. I, like, I think Jen's like, like us. Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, guys. You got me. I'm the but one. that's why I love
2: this team is because you guys balance each other so well. <laughs> I get both yeah. perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is true. true.
1: Yeah. It's so funny. And then something I was talking to you about is, uh, so, I mean, I do that for personal goals too, because, because of the way that. I am, like, business starts taking over my life if I don't focus yeah. on my personal, which isn't anything that's great. I would not, I would not recommend it to anyone. So I always have my personal goals. And I don't sub-goal it enough because it's, like, pretty basic, but yeah, I do sub, but, like, usually have a sub-goal to it, but I love doing, like, five-year plans, too. Yeah, that was something new. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like, if you think of, whenever I got into real estate, so I'm coming up on my seven year anniversary, which is really cool. But whenever I got into it, all the books I was reading is like the realtors who flourish treat their real estate like a business, not just like a job. And that like really hit home with me. So that's something I've been doing literally from day one is five year going it. Because if you have a business you're not just looking at next month. You're looking at next month. You're looking at the next quarter. You're looking at that. And then you're looking at one year, you're looking at two years, you're looking at three years, you're looking at four years. So that's what I do all the time is I do a five-year plan of where I want to.
0: She makes sense when she says so, (laughs) (laughs) but I never think of it that way, you know, and it's so true what you just said. Like I completely agree with you, but I don't, I guess I've never looked at it that way before now, right? You know? Yeah. But it is true. If you had a, if you're running a restaurant or you're running a whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do have those goals. Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> but then on the other aspect of it is like failing.
0: Like failing sucks. But, but I don't it. know if it's failing. I would rephrase that into a learning. Yeah. You've learned something out of that. Whether, you know, you may not have hit your goal, but along the way you've realized different things. Maybe you changed the direction. Yeah. Maybe you've... Maybe you've uh, realized something that you have to change, yeah. or you were forced to change, or whatever, right? Yeah, that's fair. No, I like that. But I, I, I
1: don't do this, which this, this is one of my goals this year, <laughs>
2: <laughs> is
1: I typically review my goals on like a quarter. Like I try to do it a monthly basis, but for sure quarterly basis, but I never revise them depending on the year and how the projections are going. Okay. And that's something I wanna do this year. Is revise. Is revise. As you're going along. As I'm going along. Okay. Yeah. I did it in the first year of COVID because I set my goals too low and it was just like an absolute insane year. Mm-hmm. And you were at that meeting whenever we did it and we like you had to like up everything. But yeah, this year I wanna revise because last year it was just like an unknown year. Like I said, it was slower, so I was projecting that it would be a bigger year and it wasn't. So I should have revised and taken back and Nurtured, focus more on nurturing my circle. Say. Right, right, yeah. And then, yeah. So that's my goal for this year.
0: <laughs>
2: that's good. What about you? Any particular goals? You don't um, have to be specific if you don't want to be. Yeah, but, no. Um, I I think the the main thing I've been thinking of this year in particular because I'm starting fresh, I'm starting new, I'm finally going at this full time. So just. Changing my mindset and being focused on growing my business. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: right. And so being well. a mom. Yeah, we're gonna but, get into that with the with the whole mom thing too. We got two mm, mm-hmm. two of you with little ones, and me with you <laughs> with two engaged ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah.
0: That's um, what about you? What,
1: what about you? goals? I know you said you're more like you say rolls more on the dollar amount
0: rather than. Yeah, I do a dollar amount that I want to hit. And then I'm actually trying to break it down further. So what do I have to do on a monthly basis, which then break it down on a weekly basis mm-hmm. to hit a certain number. So you remember that book I sent to you? It was it was the 12, 12 the week year. We yeah. Yeah. It was the yeah. 12 week year. And what it what that whole book is, I got it actually and was listening to it. But it's talking about instead of planning your year out, so it's 12 months, mm-hmm. you're planning 12 weeks out and what you've got to hit in 12 weeks. Oh. And then once like you that. those 12 weeks are done, then you do another 12 weeks. But it keeps you what well, they say it keeps you more on track because You don't have much time in 12 weeks, like 12 months, you can procrastinate, but 12 (laughs) weeks you can't. And so it's kind of breaking it down. What do I have to do on a weekly basis? Mm -hmm. Like you get down to that point where, what do I have to do on a weekly basis to hit this 12 week goal? Mm -hmm. So if you looked at your income and let's say you want it to make, you know, whatever number, 500,000, let's say, or something like that, then you break it down into 12 weeks. Mm, so you have to get so much money now I know with real estate it's different because you maybe make all your money and it's more seasonal yeah more seasonal yeah. but at least you're getting on track with what you have to do so do I have to Pretty contact good. my clients and mm. do this or do I need to work more on social media and and block that time off yeah to do the social media you know that kind of thing to break it down even further so I'm trying to do that
1: gonna read that book once
0: it's then. good it yeah. actually is good I do all mine on Audible. Do you? No, you Aww, read yours. You I like to reading. read it. Do you read? Or read books. You yeah. read books? Yeah. 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 I'm not an electronic person. I love the paper. <laughs> <laughs> My sister actually made a good point because she does the books and she likes to read it so she can highlight oh, in the yeah. book and write in the yeah, little me. thing, right? You know, and, and then she can go back and refer to it and, you know, look at that, which I think is good. But... Man, I'm older than you guys. My eyesight is good. I like holding it. <laughs> do you wear glasses? I do sometimes. But I was going to say,
1: I've never no, seen it. Well, no,
0: when I can't read it, then I'll start pulling my glasses up, but but
1: <laughs> I. This is my reasoning for reading books. I love holding it, but I have a dream that I want an office that is a library one. Day. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I yeah. to
0: buy all the books. I know, I, I know. I want to fill those <laughs> shelves. That is literally the reason I was getting this. <laughs> and I listen to mine all on audible the only bad thing with that is I can't retain it all the time (laughs) yeah right when you're actually looking at it I think you retain it more yeah but I try to make little notes as I go
1: oh okay yeah Yeah. if it's if it's a business book or something like that yeah I don't know if i would be able to do that
0: yeah I don't know when I go for long drives like down to see my parents yeah I like to listen that's an hour of listening right
1: yeah yeah
0: That's good.
1: We definitely, well, I mean, that's also what we hope everyone's doing with our podcast.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, right? I actually do listen to podcasts a lot. Do you? Yeah, I do. I
1: I just do a bad job of having them lined up. Like, it's, I'm like in the middle of driving on the handy that I'm like, I should listen to podcasts, but I don't have one. Okay. So I'm like, Lot. now, at this point, I have to pull over, search for a podcast that I want to listen to. Yeah, and then you won't do that. And then I'm not going to do no. that. No, I need to do a better job of, like, lining. Before up. you leave. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, usually when I do road trips, I, I'm pretty good, especially if it's just me and Wesley and Justin stays home, then we, like, line it up, then I'll yeah. have it lined up and download it and stuff. Yeah. I'm not very good at it. I don't know. Not planned on that accord. <laughs> 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 well, let's talk about too, because I mean we're realtors, so everyone's also gonna be questioning
0: what we think 2024 is gonna be like. I think it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. I think interest rates are gonna drop in the spring. Mm-hmm. And I my prediction is yeah. they're gonna drop two to four percent. Wow. I do. I think that's job. I do. I, I think yes, it's going to be more to the two. I was going to say, going to more to the two. I hope you're right. I think it's going to do that. And I think then that's going to drive this frenzy into, well, one, the people that couldn't get into the market before now are able to get into the market. Mm-hmm. And two, there's just going to be a lot of people, you know, that are going to be moving. And I think the spring is going to be absolutely insane. With people getting in, which then is going to drive the price up, which is then going to bring a seller's market. But yeah, what yeah. I think. Yeah. What about you guys?
2: You go, Jen. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, I think for sure it will be a seller's market to start off. I think there's a lot of backlog of buyers just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting yes. for the interest rates to go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I would agree with you. I think that. It's going to drive prices up again, just like we mm-hmm. saw during the COVID times, mm-hmm. yes. especially here in Sherwood Park. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah,
0: we have such a low inventory right yeah.
2: now. Even it's crazy. It's yeah, January, I know. and it's, I know. there's multiple offers happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I like. I totally agree. I was thinking like more towards the one to two percent is what I think because I just don't think it was a t- like it was uh, our economy had the ability to maintain at that like two percent interest rate Mm -hmm. that's my that's not only uh, do i have logic to back it up no not necessarily no i don't either i mean (laughs) like i don't like i follow real estate news i will justin gives me the scoop on news but i like on like everyday world news but i don't follow that stuff just because i have such a big heart that everything bothers me every single freaking thing bothers me so i just cut it out i just don't listen to it so yeah
0: i'm like that too yeah i am plus i think it it frames you in a way because if you buy into all the shit that you hear on yes. TV and the radio, yes. because I think a lot of times, yeah. like, I mean the news for one, it's so incredibly negative. And I yeah. feel that if you listen to that all the time and you buy into all of that, then that affects how you're thinking. And totally. then you are, that affects your, how you work and how you do your job. And yeah, well, i Well, the news is a business
1: and they do a good job because they get business off of fear
0: yeah.
1: Honestly, like sexual stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and like some exciting things, but
0: for the most part it's if you listen to a full newscast, yeah. I most of it, I would say 75% of it is all negative. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then is. the last 25 is more total you know, whatever. Yeah. The fluff stuff. Yeah. But
1: I didn't mean to go on that tangent though. <laughs> <I'm so laughs> <not> can't <caring anymore. laughs> Um but I what is it so essentially if you think so whenever people buy a house their mortgages renewed typically every five years you can do shorter whatever but typically so all the mortgages from the COVID years 2020 and 2021 are going to be coming up for renewal yeah I forget how many millions or billions of dollars it is I, I was told that number but are essentially coming up for renewal in the next year and a half yeah so lots of people every five years move it's going to be crazy and yeah. even just for the amount of activity that we're seeing in January, like December and January with like sales and inventory, like we have a lack of inventory right now. Yeah. For the time of year, but it's still like, we're so much stronger than yeah. any other year. Like it's just the way the winter is going. Cause in Edmonton we're so seasonal. Like it's not like BC where they don't necessarily have much of a hiccup in yeah. winter time. Like we actually really slow down over the winter time here and it's staying constant. So that's just like, shows right there how busy it's going to be yeah and the amount of people from out of province yes. moving here yes Is
0: insane insane and they're expecting way more of that this year yes people coming in from ontario bc those are the major ones that yeah. i see i'm sure they're coming from all over but those are the ones i see
1: yeah if let's i'm gonna throw this in here we didn't talk about this before let's talk about being an out of province investor and what to expect coming to alberta and edmonton to buy Hmm. what how would you in like like you know like an elevator pitch tell them what to expect because i feel like like bc like especially like vancouver toronto those areas they are such big money such high ticket items and then like everything in the news just says how shit the edmonton market is but our market's not bad we're just low no, we have a we're affordable level. yeah we're affordable we're a lower average income but like average um, house price but that doesn't mean that we're not selling for less price or anything so how would you guys in your own words describe like elevator pitch it to someone any of our listeners out there that are out of province wanting to
0: move here and i think edmonton is a great place to to buy in right now because we are affordable. Yeah. We're affordable compared to BC or Vancouver and Toronto, let's say. I mean, man, you can sell your house in Ontario and half the price, <laughs> get the same house that you're living in it's there. A two for one. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I mean, you can pay off your home and, and vacation and buy that car and do yeah. what you want. And I feel it's a great investment right now. And I think that's what everybody is seeing. Yeah. I mean, my daughter, for example, she's in uh, Toronto. Yeah. And, you know, is they're looking at purchasing a home in, in Toronto. Well, buying a home in Toronto and buying a home here, you're getting two different homes completely, yeah. right? Yeah. For what she's looking at, you know, she wants something with a yard. Or I mean, you just can't find that mm-hmm. unless you're going way out. And then if you go, you know, you're still paying that high ticket number.
2: That's Whereas
0: here, you can come here and get a way bigger, better home. Or half that price. Yeah. Yeah. Have your dream home here, right? Yeah. That's what a lot of people so I find yeah, I think it's a great investment. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are realizing that they're moving here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
1: How would you guys describe to like prepare them for how to I guess like expect or handle the market? Because like there, if someone's like an investor or purchaser or seller or listing selling, like it's very competitive, like in the, especially over COVID, like they were getting like ridiculously multiple offers. Where would you guys say, like if someone's coming in, they're putting an offer in a house, like are you, how would you set them up? Are you saying that it's going for like list price? Like what, what would you be kind of setting that expectation? Like what percentage off list price should they be expecting to be able to negotiate? Do cash deals make a difference? Is it better to get mortgage
0: financing? Like what to be expected? I think number one, listen to your realtor. <laughs> <laughs> because they will know. They know the market in that area. I mean, and there's different parts of Edmonton or Sher sure Park, St. Albert, that type of thing that I mean, that are in more of demand than yeah. others. So even breaking it down to the area, you gotta listen to your realtor. They're the ones that are gonna know mm-hmm. what is going on in the market and what is realistic. I mean, maybe in Ontario and in, in these other provinces. Maybe you can negotiate a lot or maybe you cannot negotiate at all and you're paying over list price. It really depends on the market. And I think going into the spring, I mean, you can't necessarily say what that's going to be like. It might be, you know, multiple offers and it might be back where it's a seller's market. And yeah, you are overpaying. Yeah, you are maybe not overpaying. You're going over list price. Yeah. And there comes a point where then do you want to continue Like, is it worth it? Right. Because some of those, I mean, man, I had some clients where I told this home isn't worth what, yeah, what you're going to have to pay for it. It's not worth it.
2: Yeah. And I think what the out of province buyers also have as a benefit to them is, you know, if they've sold real estate in their province, they can come to Alberta and make a cash offer, which is so much stronger.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which is stronger.
1: But doesn't mean that you can negotiate like crazy on it either. No, you can't. Yeah. Makes it stronger, more appealing. But I'd say the one thing that I've run into just with some of my clients is in like in Alberta alone, we haven't had this drastic increase in pricing. So a lot of people, when they're selling their home, unless they've owned it for 20 plus years they are pretty much selling it for the same price they bought it for or with just a, like a little bit more equity. Like it's just on a, yeah. like on a slow incline. So to expect a large negotiation down isn't typically something that can happen here because people are more often than not working with their bottom lines. Yeah. Just the way the market went with the oil, cra- the, like the oil prices crashing in 2015. Like we are still recouping from all of that. Like we're doing a good job, but like we can't negotiate on hundreds of thousands of no, dollars. No. We're negotiating on smaller increments.
0: But I find the funny part, yeah. and we know that as yeah. realtors, if you have a client that is dead set on, you know, in their head, they're thinking, I need yeah. whatever, whatever their magic number is. I need 25000 off of this, or I need 100000 off of this, or whatever their number that they think they need. And you can tell them and tell them and tell them, no, it's not going to happen. You can't negotiate that much; like it's just not. Can't do that. I feel they have to lose about two or three deals mm-hmm. before they actually get that. For a click soon. Yeah, mm. that's fair. I find I think that's fair. I think that yeah, you have to lose a few and then you kind of realize, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I should listen.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, if you guys are investing, if you're from Edmonton, you have a good idea of the market.
0: But in summary,
1: yes, get a freaking realtor.
0: Yes. yes. (laughs) One that will give you advice on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely.
1: Well, good. We hope you guys, thank you for tuning in. We hope you had enjoyed our episode and we'll see you next time. See you.